FM 104's Select Irish with Louise Ty. Select Irish on F104 and every week we chat to an Irish about the first gig they ever went to. This week I'm joined by Roshi No. Hello. Hey Louise, how are you? Good, thank you so much for chatting to us. So what was the first gig you ever went to? Like, I, I suppose I've been, I've been to a lot of gigs. I grew up around gigs, you yeah. know, but the first one I really remembered like of a band that I love who had nothing to do with anybody else was when I was about 12, I went to see Destiny's Child in The Point and they just absolutely blow me, blew me away. I was thinking about there this morning. It was that first show where I like mm-hmm. those female vocals live mm-hmm. on stage that I had seen, and yeah, it was it was mind blowing. That's a pretty cool <laughs> one to have. Yeah, because they'd bring <laughs> yeah, all the production. Crazy. They had the dancers. They would have had the whole shebang. Yeah, do you know what? I, I didn't remember. I remember the, the, the outfit changes. Yeah. They did like five or six outfit <laughs> changes, which I thought was unbelievable. And their dancing was great, but all I remember is the main thing I remember was just the three of their voices, mm. like live vocals, like so, so good, perfect harmony. And mm-hmm. I remember Ke- uh, Kelly Rowland was in a boot for some reason, she had broken her foot. And she, they were all just the two others, like Beyonce and Michelle Williams, were just dancing anyway. <laughs> it was uh, it was a mad gig, yeah, it was very fun. Because I do remember, because I have their, their, I think it was their first album that they released, and they do a lot, a lot of a cappella at the end. And as you say, like they're just amazing. Oh, absolutely, yeah. They used to do this, like uh, every album used to have a gospel song, yeah. sort of, uh, like a cappella gospel song, and they and they sang it as one of the first songs at the gig. And I just remember, like face melting stuff like I was I'm such a huge vocal fan myself and listening to that mm-hmm. was the first time I, I'd heard, heard that sort of like unbelievable vocal skill you know like mm-hmm. that them and TLC and, and yeah their second album particularly the writings on the wall was huge for me and that year then like Independent Woman had come out with Charlie yeah. Angels and Bootylicious and oh it's just they were my favourite thing ever At that point where were you in your musical journey? Oh, stop, I was 12. <laughs> you know, uh, if even, uh, you know, I I just loved singing. That yeah. was my, and, and, and I, I started listening to those albums. And after listening to, like, obviously unbelievable bands that my brothers listened to, you know, you get a lot of those influences growing up with Oasis and Blur and Radiohead and, and the Cranberries were the stuff that my brothers were listening to. But this was my first band that it was like, I loved them myself and had found them and that vocal those vocal techniques that I hadn't heard anywhere before and I just constantly like listened to songs over and over trying to perfect all the trills and embellishments that they would do in the songs you know it was was definitely a learning curve in in my own musical career at that point just like taking in all that amazing vocal ability when did you decide then that you were going to go that route I don't know really I, I don't know when the exact point was it was around then I first performed on stage and got that buzz of standing in front of an audience and and them um, you know responding and and it I don't know when exactly but I, I I suppose once I got to college I did music in college my parents were very much like okay you need to get a degree mm-hmm. before you start messing around here so the second I got I finished the degree I'm like okay this is I'm what I'm doing now. I've got a degree, and yeah, now I'm, I'm going to do this proper, and I've been doing it ever since. Thank God. <laughs> what was your first gig like then? My own gig. Yeah. Oh God, there was a few like in the backs of random pubs, just me <laughs> and a guitarist. You know that I think I've 
I've blocked out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I couldn't even tell you what my actual first gig was. I used to sing a lot with family yeah. and and uh, and sessions and stuff and and yeah, I I, I couldn't even tell you. To be honest. <laughs> Do you remember what the feeling was like then? I remember that feeling. Yeah, I remember when I was about twelve. I got up with uh, my mom's family on stage, and it was the first time I sang a song of my own. I'd sang with them before. I got up and sang uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, oh, Eva Cassidy's mm. version. And I remember saying to my mom, she's like, what song do you want to sing? And I said that. And she's like, are you sure? Roshi, that's very difficult. To sing. <laughs> and I, I got up and sang it. And I just remember I got a standing ovation. Wow. And I, was about, I was about 12. And I, I remember that. Like, okay, no, this is what I want to do. <laughs> you this know? is unbelievable. That feeling of that reaction. Like, oh, wow, they're really moved by my voice something that yeah that I've been chasing ever since I think yeah and isn't that a lovely thing actually how your singing can connect to people like that yeah 100% I think that's the whole reason why I love being a musician is that connection and especially obviously now writing my own songs and and storytelling through song and seeing people's connection to song when they connect to it themselves through what's going on in my life and what's going on in their life but yeah that sort of uh, connection with people is is magic so I do it yeah what has been your favourite place to perform oh like there's so probably been many. a few to be fair <laughs> yeah like I like I always say the Olympia and Victor Street yeah. I've had some of the best gigs in my life there but even smaller than that like my last show my last Dublin show in Whelan's um was one of those shows that I'll I'll never forget, you know, hearing hearing the crowd sing every word of of every song after mm-hmm. releasing my album last year after sort of a very uh, a roundabout way of getting to my second solo album. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a real homecoming and it was a really really magic moment and sold out Wheelands. But yeah, hoping to, hoping to do that again now in December playing the Academy. It's my biggest headline show yet. So. I'm absolutely loving to do it again, to be honest. Yeah, and the Academy is on December the 7th. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I cannot wait. I've never played the Academy solo before, so yeah, I think it's going to be a really special night. And also, it's around that Christmas season as well, where everyone's yeah. in the vibe to go out and just have a good time. <laughs> exactly, 100%, that's my plan. And you've released then Better Now, but the remix version, so Better Now appears on Courageous, which was your last album as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just that uh, I, I was working with um, Keen McSweeney, who is uh, 1000 Beasts, an amazing producer and mm-hmm. songwriter. And uh, yeah, I got Better Now is one of my favorite songs on the album. And, and I just thought it it would be nice to try something different with it. And, and Keen did an absolutely amazing job. So yeah, I'm buzzing with that as well. Is it difficult when you're planning for a headline show what you're going to play? Um, not so much as what I'm going to play, but just, the you know creating the show itself mm. i'm I'm very much one for uh creating the storyline of the show and and talking to the uh, talking the audience through the the storyline of the show that has yeah. become a big part of the show and um sort of this story of of heartache and love <laughs> that a lot of people uh a lot of people reconnect to as well which is, is really nice Absolutely. So the show is the Academy, December the 7th. Is there still tickets available for it? 
I think there is. Yeah, yeah. It should be should be a couple there online. Excellent. Where's the best place people can keep track of what you're up to? Um, I suppose Instagram or Facebook, Roshino Music is the main one yeah amazing Roshino thank you so much for chatting to us thanks so much Louise lovely to chat to you